For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by betchriscanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for December 26, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Here we go, folks. We love the Hockey Betting Podcast. Hope everybody had a very, very Merry Christmas with their families and a great holiday season to everyone. And uh, hockey, it really starts to heat up now. Back in action on Friday, but what that also means is as Friday winds down, the trade, holiday trade freeze is over, and I got to believe that we've reached the point where some of these teams are going to have to do something. Uh, The time is now for many, 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 many teams. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart north of the border. Merry Christmas there, Santa Cammy. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, Brian. Hope you had a great holidays, too. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, uh, the, the games before uh, that Leafs-Carolina game, I'll tell you something. We have a, a couple listeners to the show that do the, the live betting, a three-goal lead, and then they, the Canes score five, like crazy stuff over the holidays. But I expect things to get a little bit tighter after the holidays. These teams get serious, and you're right. Um, I, I think a lot of teams are going to make that move. Toronto's uh, probably going to need a backup goaltender. They're going to look for a defenseman. Your team, Vegas, is looking very good recently, but a new addition. they got to be one of the Stanley Cup favorites. Colorado, they look great. Uh, maybe a couple pieces away there, but I, I agree with you. The question is, what are you going to give up to get the guy that you want to get? And it's, uh, Usually, Brian, it's the kitchen sink, right? So teams are going to try to fleece other teams and you know give me more prospects. They, they can sense the desperation in teams that are really close. Well, I would just say this to you. you I'm glad you mentioned Colorado. Uh, They're wow, amazing. Cam, Cam, let me tell you something. Um, when Makar comes back, look out. They're going to be a nightmare in the playoffs. They, they are so fast. And, you know, McKinnon is just this electric guy. Take him out of the equation. You, I mean, you got Landis Gog. One of my favorite players in the league is Calvert. This guy just shows up every oh, night. Matt Calvert, so underrated. Look what happened. Um, when Take a look at the, when the Columbus Blue Jackets. When they had him, they were a team that, you know, they were always in games. The guy does everything. That's the thing at, at JT Comfer. There's a lot of these guys that you don't really see that do all the little things, and that's the, be- that's the beautiful thing of that team. You're right. I watched that. You watched the Vegas game, Brian. Like, they absolutely, like, wow. I'm looking at the speed of these guys. It was unbelievable. It gave me a headache. Like, I was watching it. They were so damn fast. Yeah, Colorado. I wish we had some futures on them. I remember at the start of the year, we both liked them. We just didn't like the number. Well, you know what we're offering. Well, you know what you're going to like. And uh, we may be to that point shortly. Um, You know, Grubauer is the goalie, but maybe not so fast. Pavel Frankus, let me tell you something, Cam. This kid's 11-2-1, and one, and I, I, you know, as much as I watch this stuff, I really hadn't seen this guy play that much. I'm watching this guy so closely. He was eye-popping. I mean, you're watching him in the nets, and this is an awful thing to say for anybody. He's not him, but he is so unorthodox, he's got some hashik to him. I mean, he swims in the net. He gets up and down so quick, and I'm telling you, Grubauer's played 21 games, Francouz has played 16. I, I think slowly but surely, this kid, this kid's making a serious run to be the number one goalie for them. I mean, they're oh. low. I mean, they're, they've got good goalies too. 
that's the thing. What, what happened last year? We were worried when, when remember when Colorado went to the playoffs, we made a lot of money betting them, but we're like, can Grubauer do this? And he did. Now, now you actually have like a real goaltender. Like you got a real backup. And uh, yeah, when Frank Hoos came out, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know how this guy is going to play, but they play hard ahead of him. And you brought up a great point. They're doing this without Makar. He's one of the best young defensemen in the league. He comes back. I'll tell you, I'm only seeing Colorado anywhere between like 10 to 12 to one to win it all. But you know what? When you really think about it and the other sports you can bet, it's not that bad. I know it's so hard to win the Stanley Cup. Weird things happen, Brian, but Colorado, they, man, this team just, uh, they're very, very scary. No, no. And, you know, from a standings perspective, uh, what I would say to you, recent developments, it's amazing. Uh, you know, here every day, I mean, Vegas has so much more to give. And there have been many nights when it's just not been pretty at all. And there are moments. And this year is kind of similar to last year where I thought they had a Stanley Cup hangover and everybody here is like, oh, Nate Schmidt was out the first 20 games. I'm like, yeah, that's an excuse. I mean, he's a good player. <laughs> no, he's a good player. Oh, but that's Schmidt's good. The other guys. And then he got hurt again this year. And they're like, oh, well, Nate Schmidt's out. I go, he's not Bobby Orr. You know, I mean, the, the, that doesn't excuse the other five guys for not playing well. Well, all of a sudden, and I think part of it is the schedule, who they've been playing. But you, you beat who's in front of you. But there was a moment last year they got boat raced by Calgary. 7-3, I think, was the final. They bottomed out. And their, their pride was challenged. And they went on a, a dead heater and started rolling again. It, it's amazing how this happens. They were so lucky. They're playing Nashville, whatever it was, a month ago, three and a half weeks ago. Oh, yeah, the one-second goal. Yeah, the one that got Nashville, you know, Yossi's got the puck on his stick off a of face-off with 28 seconds. to flip it to the neutral zone. Game's over. He ices it. And Vegas scores with .3 seconds left. Well, they've gone on a dead bender ever since. It's amazing how one thing can spark a team. Uh, but they, they will absolutely, at some point, uh, get a defenseman. But I... You know what? I think he's given up way too many assets. Uh, you'll never be able to knock anything they've done in terms of building this team. Uh, but the, some of the big trades, you shake your head a little bit. The Stone thing, were, you know, is obviously a great get. Brilliant. But he, I'm telling you, what an incredible, and, and it kind of coincides with the turnaround. He, for a song, for a fifth-round draft pick, he, he gets Chandler Stevenson off the caps. And, you know, he's buried with the caps, and it was a cap thing because Haglin was coming back, and they, had to, they were going to get rid of him. And they picked this guy up. Cam, right to the second line, he's playing with Stone and Pacioretty, and he, the guy's like, the second line's a machine now. This uh, Chandler Stevenson, of all people, has just made it a world of difference. So, you know, I it's amazing just- how one thing can spark you. G- G- GMs, uh, uh, scouts, everything with about the Vegas organization, first class. See, that's the thing. That's that's knowing hockey, right? You got to go. Okay, this guy can be a good player on this team. He, this is the situation. They don't use him here, and it's very, very smart. I've always liked Stevenson. Yeah, like for a fifth rounder, that that's a steal. And those are the type of guys. And you know this, Brian. You followed hockey. Hell, you're doing Buffalo Sabres stuff a long time ago when you're doing the pregame show back in the day. I'll tell you something. Those are the type of players when push comes to shove in the playoffs that will step up for a team because you know what happens in the playoffs in hockey. It's an absolute war. Guys are killing each other, and the Chandler Stevensons of the world help you win series. All right, you're Nick of the Woods before we dive into some specific games. Toronto makes the coaching change. Yeah, it's been great. All right, All right. And, and they're winning, and, and you give full marks to Keith. It is funny, Camp. I mean, I, you know, I always – 
do try to do this. I do a lot of things stupid, but I'm pretty good at looking, looking down the road. And that's what you have to do to be successful doing what we do here. And said, watch out. Montreal's got the seven-game road trip. They better win that game in Vancouver because then it gets salty. And they won that game. And then we talked about it. And after that game, Vancouver's sitting there lying in wait for Pittsburgh. Yep. You know, and, and they get them. But I, I looked at Toronto, and it coincides with the coaching change. Now, that game with Carolina it was just a complete – Circus act. Oh, it was. It was. Let's remember, Ed, we got to tell the people that don't know. It was a two o'clock start, like kids' day. It was very, very different. Like a weird starting time, weird time right before the holiday season. Like, it, yeah, it was nuts. It was like well, you're not you going to get a situation Marner? like that again. How about Marner off a face-off? I've yeah. never seen anything like this. Off the face-off, they drop the puck. He goes right around the center and splits the two defensemen and scores. Three oh, yeah. <laughs> five points yeah. it was, okay. these guys were already checked out the players that were there were already going you know what drinks in Cabo for a couple of days before we get back you know what are we going to do all the one guys that don't have family they got they had vacation plans their bags were half packed in that game there was right. no- so but let me so that that is that goofball game but the Leafs have won five in a row yep life looks rosy and it's going to remain rosy and I'll tell you why because of you know at the end of November, I'm looking at this, and all of a sudden, you look at the five-game winning streak. They beat Edmonton. They beat Buffalo. They beat the Rangers. They beat Detroit. And then the Carolina game's a circus act. Uh, you're not playing world beaters. And then coming out of Christmas, they got Jersey, New York, Minnesota at Winnipeg. That's a tough one. Islanders at home is a tough one. They get Edmonton, Winnipeg at home. I Anyway... I think they keep it going here for a little bit, but at the moment they're not playing, you know, monsters. No, the defense is a problem. The one thing that they did, they would go out and definitely get a backup goaltender. Hutchison saved himself, but let's remember that was against Detroit. So they're still going to have to think about that. I will say this, Brian, I said this before the holiday shows, um, that New Jersey Chicago game, I, I got laughed at. <laughs> it's like some guys at my work are like, Cam, you take the worst teams and the worst. They're yeah. plus 140. They beat them seven to one that night. I actually got a lot of kudos uh, uh, from the show from a lot of the, the listeners and other people who followed the Devils that they night. Did. And I'll tell you something the New Jersey Devils, since the coaching change, it was bad earlier. I don't gonna, I'm not going to say they're a play on team, but look for spots there with these guys. And I will, I, I will say this bet them when Blackwood is starting. Fade them when the other guys they don't have that they they have a worse backup goaltending situation situation than the Leafs. It, it's it's brutal. But I'll tell you one thing: Toronto, New Jersey. I don't know how these teams don't combine for nine goals. All right, like, we, we're going to get, in, we're gonna get into these games, but we're we're glad you're with us, and this is what we'll do for you here on the Hockey Betting Podcast. But what is utterly beyond belief to me, you know, I do a daily radio show in Las Vegas. And I got all these, you know, and I say this stuff and they look at me like I got 10 heads, like you're talking about with New Jersey. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Vegas now twice has come home from long road trips and got mauled. One was against Colorado. Yeah. All right. Now they were on the dad's trip and they split. They lost in overtime in the first game and then they uh, beat San Jose. So now, you know, insert team X and team Y, different teams. Forget who the teams are. But everybody's, oh, wow, okay, you know, Vegas, Colorado, now they're playing good. Oh, my God, it was the worst spot in the history of the sport, Cam. You got Vegas playing San Jose, all right, then flying home. Colorado is sitting here 
waiting for them. They're already in Vegas. Vegas is coming home off a win the night before, but coming off the dad's trip where they had a three-day deal with their dads, went to wine country. Yeah. They went to the Niners game. Glug, 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 glug. I didn't even know that, Brian, and I bet Colorado. I would have smashed and, it and, if you told me about come, the wine And tour. then they come home yeah. to take on Colorado. And they got smoked. And they got drilled. Yeah, seven they did. Three. And I, I, I was betting no Colorado with Vegas. It's a, the game itself is a throwout. But yeah. you're sitting there playing a, a team that was plus money. Should have been about a $1.70 favorite. Yeah, you're going to the wine country. You're going to a 49er. I didn't even know that. I just knew that they beat the Sharks before and Colorado was waiting. And I'll take the Avalanche at plus 115. Thank you. If I would have known, Brian, that they hit the vineyards too, smash, smash. It would have been a, a holiday uh, click, 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 click. I would have gone bananas on it. But you're right. You got to look for situations. I don't know. Like, what, what you, you try to find angles after the holidays. It's going to be tough. I, maybe I, I would say one thing, we'll, we'll, and we'll, we're going to follow this because. There's certain things that happen. We talk about it. Why does Buffalo beat San Jose? It's one of life's mysteries, like the caramel secret, even though it's very easy to – it's chocolate, <laughs> caramel, and chocolate in a mold. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in another show. I will say this, though, Brian. I'm looking at visiting teams. Like, when you think home teams have more obligations, like the Christmas with the family, stuff like that, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But I got to believe that the visitors took care of business a lot more, and there might be a little bit of a hangover with the home teams. Well, buddy – uh, you know, listen, um, you know, the holidays, Christmas, the NBA, I, that was, I'll tell you, boy. Oh, yeah. be- and I told my girlfriend, you guys, I don't want I know we're doing hockey, but I told my girlfriend literally after the Raptors game, which I said, Boston will kill them. I go, watch this, honey. We went over to my relatives. I go, all four underdogs will and- win the rest of the game. And. She kind of went, really? And know what happened last night? All four underdogs won. I, I, I couldn't believe I, it. I'm like, I, I, I bet this, more on this stuff. I'm idiot. I'm like, I, you plus. take the dogs on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, big time. yeah, yeah. Except it, for the Raptors I, who are really beat down. But, yeah. But I love, I love, I love, honestly, I love, I love the road team. Road team. Because they're like, well, Christmas is toast on a stick. I mean, we're here on a business trip. These guys are going to a Christmas party as soon as the game's over. Yep. You know. So, anyway, it's the scheduling kind of stuff that really, really does work. Uh, in the NHL. So these are some of the things we talk about on a regular basis here. All right, so they do come back, and you're right, in terms of what happens. I did take a peek just on, on for curiosity. Went back to last year off the Christmas break. Just wanted to see if there was something. And watched the first five games, and they were like six, five games. Like, oh, wait a minute. And then there were games that kind of flattened out. So there was nothing yeah. insane there. But I will tell you, you, you come out of the gate. Boston is at Buffalo. Buffalo is... uh. Wow, um, they got a real brutal schedule coming right back, and two really disappointing losses before. Yeah, I agree. Before the I break, agree. but I, the one thing that's crazy, and they are one of these teams. Honestly, I think that p- kind of plays to the level of the competition. The one thing is Jack Eichel, especially in Boston, but Jack Eichel plays like a man possessed against Boston. It's his hometown. Yeah, it's true. The Sabers always play the Bruins tight. If they lose, it's usually in overtime. You might want to look for Buffalo, you know, on the plus one and a half dogs in that situation. And and you could take them. <clears throat> you could take them too, Brian. They're going to be probably, what do you think? Let's, uh, you know, buck 60. Oh, oh Boston will be, uh, I'd say 55, 60. 55, 60. Yeah. So the Sabres, you're probably getting around 40, 45. It's a good spot too. Buffalo is a tough place to play. I got to tell you something about the Bruins. Like their team, I watch a lot when the Leaf games aren't on. They usually put Boston games. I watch this team and, you know, but I've been, I was impressed the last couple times. 
they've been kind of floating through. Brian, you saw them the last couple games, like the Kings game and stuff. They played down to the level of their competition a lot of the time, but they got up and absolutely smoked the Capitals before the break, 7-3. That's what Boston does, right? So um, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying that because you know Buffalo. I think the Sabres might be a live dog. And then Toronto is playing Jersey and on Friday. Well, wait, but no, here's what <laughs> well, I know, but here's what I was going to say to you. You know, one of these two is going over. They play Toronto is at New Jersey, then bop home to play the Rangers. And so both teams will be flying for the Saturday game. Here's the real question. Back-to-back nights, but because you're coming off a five five-day layoff, might might you see Anderson in both games because they're coming off a break, or do they say it's back-to-back nights uh, and we're on a we're on a run? No, let's not kill the guy. If we're going yeah. back-to-back goalies now, then let me ask you, um, which is the spot? So you if play, I, the game Hudson's play, playing, I'm playing it, over. It doesn't matter. I, I don't really think it's going to matter to the coaching staff if you're playing the Devils or the Rangers, but I will say this. They have to play Hutchison in one of those games. Anderson will not, and I, I guarantee you this will not play in both of those games. I probably think after the holidays, they'll probably roll out Freddie for the Devils and then let Hutch play against the Rangers. That's what I'm thinking, but yeah, yeah that, that's not going to happen. They already need to lessen his workload. They, they, this is a big test for Hutchison, too. This team still might make a move, but they got to see if they have a backup goaltender. And they really, he's been brutal until one game. And as I mentioned, they, it was against the Detroit Red Wings. So, well, that's I, an I, issue. I would say to you, I mean, the, the game Hutchinson's playing over. I mean, and they should make yeah. it seven. They should make it over seven. It'll be six and a half minus one forty. That's what I'm assuming. They're they're really hesitant to put the sevens on the board. I think we've seen one this year with a total of seven, but you're right. And hey, the last time, uh, and it's funny looking ahead, the last time the Leafs played the Rangers, that game was nuts too. It went over. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, yeah, even with Anderson, like it's, it's just, the problem is Freddie Anderson can only do too much. What is their week? Their, their defense is still non, it's not up to snuff, Brian. This is a very good hockey team, but you cannot Go through the Eastern Conference and go to the Stanley Cup with that defense. It's very simple. You can maybe win a couple series, but there has to be a point where the, the breaks are on because you can't play like that. In the playoffs, you're going to have different styles. And the Leafs, until they get a better defenseman, I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to have to be draft picks. I don't know what they got from the Marlies, but they're going to have to give somebody up because their defense right now is not good enough. They hang Anderson out to dry. They need at least one. I was thinking two guys. That's how bad it is. We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, look for a bet. Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. 
Betcris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Betcris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a BetCris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a BetCris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetCrisCanada.net. That's BetCrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. Let me throw a little pop quiz at you. You ready? Yep. Take the dunce cap off. You ready? Yep. Who's one of the quietest, hottest teams in the league right now? I mean, flying under the radar. Carolina. Well, you got the first letter right. How about Columbus? Or Columbus. <laughs> How about oh, Colum- I'm about Carolina, until they met the Leafs, they were on fire. No, Columbus. The thing about Columbus, wait, they got no they, back from the books. Buddy. Like, they won. Here's my question. They won five in a row. They're, Washington's going to be what? Minus two bucks? Minus 220? Well, the and, last time we took uh, no, Columbus, twice. they were uh, minus it's, two. Uh, the Washington in that game was minus 220. Yeah, you're right. Look at this. Columbus beat Washington December 16th at home, shut them out 3 nothing. And the game we talked about uh, oh, just a couple weeks ago, this is December 9th. So they played them twice and beat them twice now the five two win at washington <laughs> now that was washington coming home from the long road trip and we Still. said barking dog but, but then i actually was watching bits and pieces of, of that last game and uh, the, the announcers they were talking columbus kind of owns these guys yeah and uh, i could tell you one thing a lot of these people will be going oh i gotta put the the old uh, money line parlay brian you know in baseball oh, throw the yankees in there with the astros it can't lose oh it'll lose and a lot of hockey gamblers, you learn the hard way of taking those minus 300 favorites and stuff. Hey, look at Ottawa. They almost beat Tampa Bay. They're plus like 400. Uh, be very careful doing that type of stuff. Uh, I would take Columbus as a dog in that game. Washington's going to be pissed, though. I don't think they, <clears throat> they like the way they went into the holidays. That game against um, Boston, that really, really was bad. Boston took over that game. It was over after the first period. They just buried them. Wilson went bananas. He's going after Pasternak. Like, this Washington team has a lot of anger, but you can't play them at that price. I would still take a shot with Columbus. All right. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, we know, you know, they had to get a crane and a forklift to get Ovechkin out of the fountains of the Bellagio when they won the cup. Oh, yeah. It was I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I was, I, that guy was slurping uh, Stoli from the oh, fountain. I was going to say, I mean, don't, don't you think this guy had, <laughs> oh. he was he was having Rikoloff omelets over the holidays? <laughs> Rikoloff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ovechkin. Yeah, vodka omelet here. Yeah, no, honestly, like, uh, well, we, we should call him Sammy Screwdriver. Yeah, he was uh, basically, you'd poke him and vodka would come out. You're right. That guy can party. But I'll tell you one thing. That's the one thing you got a team that's won it before where's the hunger right brian once you get that championship like i'm not going to say you know what i mean they're not going to obviously you try the best you can but there was a different gear when the capitals won uh, the stanley cup over vegas there right and it's like once you get it like it's it, <laughs> and it, you know this is the sport it's the hardest trophy to win like each round you're getting murdered so i gotta tell you something it's going to be very 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 difficult for washington but they're a good team but uh yeah they're going to be more fade material because they're favorites a lot 
All right, let me give you another one, buddy. And this is Pittsburgh at Nashville. And Nashville, all of a sudden, there was a lot of talent there. And we were like, what's Poyle going to do? He won't sit idly by. Well, I think the players realize this. All of a sudden, they've gotten their act together in the last five games. They're 4-0-1, and they got a point. They lost yeah. at Ottawa. They're lost, that's what I'm saying, to Ottawa. Yeah, but yeah. they got a point. Yeah. Yeah, that all of a sudden they're 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 starting to climb back up the ladder. But you know what's going on too here though? Four of those five games, Cam, dead overs. Five two eight three five yeah. four OT four three OT. Uh, they beat Arizona three two, and Arizona's a def- that, that's a defensive team. Yep, exactly. I I like Nashville in the over against Pittsburgh. Yeah, the thing is, Nashville's one of those teams, Brian. I remember we've talked about this before. There's certain teams that just get in your head. They're hard to bet, and Nashville's one of them. But I remember that night I had the Islanders. They're up 3-1. to one. What does Nashville do? What they score? Seven unanswered? Eight goals. Yeah, they've turned into an over machine. I agree with you. I'm not sure about the side in this game, and we have to give the Pittsburgh Penguins a lot of credit. They don't have Crosby. Everybody else on this team has stepped up. That goaltender, Jari, has been well, that's a, yeah. He's on a heater. Like th- This guy, when he when he's on, it's scary. Can he keep actually. it up? Can he keep it up? I don't think he can. I, I, and that's the one thing about goaltending. Remember... Uh, they're like a lot of the time these kids get called up. They do it for five or ten games, and reality sets in. That's what happened with the Blackhawks a while, a couple of years like years ago. They had this third string goaltender. Like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, we started worrying about when he was letting five, seven goals in. Things change quickly, but he's been good. I got to tell you, Nashville's goaltender, like Pekarina, he's up and down too. He's and, up and uh, Soros is I, more consistent. I got to be honest good. with you, Brian. I like Soros better, and I've been telling people this I for a couple of years. And the thing is, you can't take Pekarina and say what you've done for this organization. You are now our backup. But I got to tell you something. Laviolette has to think about this because I would start Soros a hell of a lot more. Yeah, than You know why Soros is dangerous? Hey, he's good. He's unpredictable. He plays but, like Asik no, too. He, he, he is everywhere. No, he's <laughs> No, he's diminutive. That's he's a, a little guy. The whole oh, league you got, a, now, you got a dictionary all, for Christmas, Brian? Uh, how about that? They, yeah, I'll explain that to you. He's tiny. Okay. He's uh, very tiny. Right, uh, you <laughs> have all these goalies, right? Everywhere in the league. All these goalies are 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yep. Okay. And, and I've, I've watched. Uh, there was a game. I remember this. It was a couple years ago, and I was laughing. Yeah. Vegas <laughs> was playing them, and Vegas is killing them. This one when Vegas was uh, the first year. Right, I mean, they're they're just like tilting the ice on everybody, and they're coming in on Soros, and it's halfway through the game, and I'm and I'm sitting there, I'm screaming at the television, going, "Shoot low!" I mean, yeah. when you come when you come in, they're seeing all these open corners above his shoulders that they just don't see with other goalies, and everybody tries to beat this guy high, yeah, and he stops it. And in the bottom line, is, the way to beat the guy is to beat him low. Now, if you're playing him in a playoff series and you're playing him. You know, a bunch of nights, maybe you'd adapt and adjust. But when teams just come in and play this guy and they just got done facing Bishop or Leonard or all these big guys, now they come in and they're facing this guy. They're all trying to cherry pick corners on him and he's catching them with his teeth. He's laughing at them. You said a lot of smart things before, Brian. I don't know what uh, you're eating vitamins or whatever happened, but <laughs> uh, diminutive, that was that was so well put. And it's something that people don't talk about with sorrow. So he is dangerous and he's very unorthodox. You don't see goaltenders like that. And it really, it screws guys up too. They get all excited. That's the thing. It's kind of like that guy in the breakaway. And you're like, oh my God, I could beat him here, there. You see like five holes instead of one, right? And then you shoot and you screw yourself up because you overthought it. And that's what happens a lot of the time with this guy. Great points, and I, I agree. But that's the thing. Yeah, when, when he starts, I actually like betting on Nashville a hell of a lot more. But uh, it looks like Renee is going to go that night. So, yeah, I think we got to take the over there. 
Minnesota's at Colorado, uh, over. And I, I, you know, and I, I don't probably come back with Grubauer here out of the gate. Yeah. I just watch this Minnesota team. Uh, it's the highway to the goalie. Uh, boy, in their own end, buddy, it ain't pretty. No, it's a train wreck. They got uh, a lot of older players on the blue line there. Also, holidays, long of the tooth. Ugh, I don't know about the wild. The avalanche, they'll be very careful. They're going to be big favorites coming out of the gate with how well they've played, Brian, the beatdown of Vegas. Uh, how one of the Stanley Cup contenders, but I'm with you. And they still post five and a half sixes with the Wild. They should be six and a halfs. We have to take advantage while we can because the books will adjust. I do like the over. There's got to be some unders if we're going to take some overs here. And uh, this one. next game might be the one. Is that what you're thinking, Islanders and Blackhawks? Bingo. And I'm yeah. I'm checking. And as of or yeah, Lamont Crawford, it's just it says expected right now. By the time we're doing the show, uh, we don't have you know, I'll there. tell you what is what's going on with Leonard. Is he? Uh, he's not playing very well. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. What. Well, I think they're showcasing Crawford, honestly. And 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 you know, he's six eleven and two, and his goals against is three two zero. I got news for you. This guy's facing more rubber than working in a Goodyear factory. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and, yeah. know, but I yeah. mean, he. But they, you got two goalies, and they're making eleven million potatoes. You're, you, I mean, at some point, you know, they got they're going to move on from Crawford. And I wonder if Crawford might not be. Uh, a guy like the, the now, I'll tell you where he'd be awesome, but they don't have the cab space. Could, can you imagine Corey Crawford in Toronto? Yeah, that's uh, that. That's the thing. Like the Leafs, they yeah, but that's the thing. Like imagine him, him and Anderson as a one-two punch. I don't think that's going to happen. Another team. What but about I, my, my, but my point, my, my the stupid thing though with my God, I mean, why wouldn't you be rolling Leonard out? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Am I missing something? But if you put Leonard against the Islanders, against his old team. But I, I like the under. I do. I yeah. like the under in this game. That's the thing. Not every game's going to go over. And the thing about the Blackhawks game is they always like post numbers like they're over, and it's not necessarily true. I know they got smoked the last game by the Devils, right? So, no, I agree with you. And the Islanders. Total be six? Yeah, the total be six, and I think the Islanders will beat them like three to one, three to two type of game. Uh, I, I expect something very, very defensive game. I know Barry Trotz. He must be pissed with the way they're playing, too, giving up eight goals to Nashville. They haven't been playing their best hockey. So, yeah, I think I expect them to tighten up under. Keep All digging, right. Brian. Calgary has uh, turned things around since the coaching change. Yeah. Edmonton's starting to tread water. But you know what I'll say to you here, Cam? Uh, you might get a deflated number just with the current form thing. But we talked about Edmonton. They're running these guys, McDavid and Dreisaitl, into the ground. Off a five-day layoff? I'm all about Edmonton. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, yeah, that's the thing. These guys were tired before. They get a little bit of a break. Calgary's an interesting team. They've been playing better for the new coach. Uh, tough game. Uh, I actually got to believe when these teams get together, too, they kind of throw it all out the window. I expect goals, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Eileen to Edmonton, too. I know you play a lot more totals than I do. I play more sides. I, I, I like the Oilers at home against Calgary, too. This is a team that's got to start making some statements. They have no second line. That's the problem with Edmonton. There's going to be some nights where you bet them. They're they're almost like a, a better dog, I prefer. But in this situation, yes, I, I'll, I'll bet them after the layoff. All right. Uh, St. Louis is at Arizona. Good game. I'd go under. Two good goalies. Yep, 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 yep. And, oh, yeah, big time. Big time. It, and then how about this one? Vegas at Anaheim. Here's a very interesting question. Uh, and I won't know the answer until tomorrow. I'll make you Gerard Gallant. Vegas plays Anaheim. Friday, come home and play Arizona. 
Arizona's a much bigger game, correct? I mean, just look at the standings. I agree. Two yeah, teams so now, you want to know who's starting? Is that what no, you're telling here, me? But Two bad starts here. versus uh, the Ducks. See, if it were me, I would go the other way. Okay. But now, it, it, and this is the one thing we say, and it, it's, again, it's so hard to, when you're talking this stuff in the sports, and when there's, you know, tragedies or bad things that happen and then segue back into sports. Marc-Andre Fleury's pop passed away. Yep. He comes back to the team. So he's, he's out for whatever it was, a couple of weeks. The poor guy. Can you imagine? He comes back. First game back, he's fighting the puck. Then they go on the road, and he goes on the dad's trip. Can you imagine how hard that was for it him? It was very difficult. Exactly. And, and, and he, he fought the puck again. He's going to, believe me, he, once he gets it going again, he's going to go on a heater. But I mean, emotionally, you know, get, the guy needs some time, all right? But he is fighting the puck. And Subban, in his absence, is a confident goalie now because he, he, he's playing better than Flurry in a very short, in a very a short, short window. window. Yep. I would play Flurry. I swear to you, I would play Flurry against Anaheim, and I would roll Subban back against Arizona. I don't know that they would do it, but just in this one instance, that you're going to get both goalies. I would I would play Flurry against the Ducks and and come back with Subban at home. You might be onto something too, and it's probably better since he hasn't played well the last couple games to go on the road instead of at home. There's a lot more pressure at home. I didn't really think about that angle, but yeah, no, it, it makes sense, Brian. I I'm, I'm going to tell you tell you one thing though, like. Uh, Anaheim, I don't know what to do with this team. Like they're just, they're, they're one of the weirdest teams in the NHL. Some nights you watch them, you go, eh. And other nights you go, wow, they're one of the worst teams. Like Vegas should be able to take care of business big time. I don't care who's in that, right? Flurry, Subban, it shouldn't matter. But that's the thing. You, you're going to get a better price on Vegas because their uh, visitor's not at home. If they're at home, we're going to play a huge number. And wrap it up with, uh, and by and the way, <laughs> by the way, Kings and Sharks, <laughs> you, you, you know what? S.J. Sharky? Oh, bad, bad. Buddy, do you want, you want the, the, the greatest gift that was ever presented to us? And we talked about this uh, last week. It was the Kings. You know, the Kings aren't world beaters. No, they're not. But it was the Kings coming home for the first game. We say this after a four-game trip. It was the Kings' first game home from a six-game oh, trip against the Blues, St. Louis, Blues. And, and, and the Blues are a dollar fifty-five yeah. on the road. But they I, were plus a dollar sixty on the puck line. It was a gift from the gods. Yeah, you don't get many gifts from the hockey gods, but it was. And I got to be honest with you, when I see lines like that, I get scared from like going harder on the games. And when I watch that game, I'm like, "What are you doing, Cameron? Like, you, you don't get gifts." Got to bet the situation, Cam. That's you the thing. You, you do, but, but, but you know what, Brian? I, I've been doing this thing for a long time, just like you, you know, like betting and doing this stuff, like for years and years and years. And I tell you, I still have it in the back of my head and I got to get rid of it. When I see bad numbers, I get scared. And you know what I mean? I know books do it sometimes just to get, get me off and sometimes it works. It's just, it's like, why aren't these guys bigger favorites? But well, there was one on Christmas Day. There was one on Christmas Day and I took the bait. I'm a dope. But Milwaukee, uh, Philly minus a half against Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. And you they go, well, who's the better team, right? But yeah, Milwaukee, yeah, I was, was on Philly. <laughs> the Sixers were the side, right? Yeah, I was on, yeah, I was on the Sixers. Yeah. All, right. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. And then I, I should throw this as we go back because uh, our producer, Mike, brought up a great point that I, I missed this one. I don't have uh, any information. Uh, the database is very small on this one. Yeah. Uh, for the Toronto-New Jersey games. 
What do you do when your top defenseman, uh, his girlfriend, asks him to marry him? I don't know. <laughs> Lindsey Vaughn? Lindsey Vaughn, oh, you, talk, you talk about getting backed into a corner. Oh, Lindsey Vaughn proposed to P.K. Subban. He said yes. I mean, which is fine. Good for him. But, I mean, you know how brutal hockey players are. Imagine the stuff they're going to be saying to this guy on the ice. Oh, boy. He's already had a, a rough year. <laughs> that, can't, that can't be good. Well, good for him, right? Uh, you know, uh, could have been Tiger Woods. It's P.K. Subban, right, Brian? <laughs> no, I know, but it's, you know, but oh, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I, I know, I get it. It's going to be a disaster. He's actually had like a, a brutal year. It's one of the worst acquisitions. Like, and I really like the guy too, but it's just not a good fit for that team either, right? You got an offensive defenseman with a team with no goaltending and, and no defense. I'm just telling you, I'm all sense. for it. I don't, don't shoot the messenger. I'm, no. all, I'm all for it, right? I mean, good for her. All right. She, yeah. He asked her a couple of years ago, they put her, then she asked him. And he said yes. So now he's. But I mean, can you imagine like for the next, the rest of his oh, hockey yeah. season? Yeah, he's on the ice at every faceoff. <laughs> can you imagine the things yeah. they're gonna, they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna tee this guy up like a titleist? Yeah, they're gonna eat him up for, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's already got problems. Wow, that's brutal. Yeah, that's good. I didn't even know that. Wow, producer Mike. He's. Uh, wow, I thought he was just a tech guy. He's. Uh, he's on fire too. You guys have both no. been eating your vitamins. No, he's a smart guy. He no, knew what the minute very smart. He knew what diminutive <laughs> meant. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have to yeah. explain the big words to him. Yeah, it's a good point there, Brian. It's, good right. it's a good point. Hey, listen, we're going to the weekend. The one thing coming yeah. out of the gate, uh, you know, usually we get, you know, the monster menu on a Saturday and then a couple of games on Sunday because they got to catch up from the break. Look at the slate of games coming up on Saturday and Sunday. So we're going to back up goalie situations. There are going to be all kinds of deals here. Uh, in opportunities that present themselves. The one thing at the time of this taping is trying to figure out the goalie rotations, you know, what, what the coaches are going to be thinking. So we would just, we've got to throw some of this in your court, know that backup goalies are going to be playing all over the place this weekend. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's going it, to, and you got to look for situations too. It's going to be interesting to see what, what's happening after Christmas, like boom, the game, you know what, Brian, this is a really, this is a really tough time. So I'd say tread lightly. Uh, for a lot of people, like I would after Christmas, just kind of go into it a little bit. Like, I don't know what you do, but I'm just going to say, like, it, if it looks great, sometimes I'd kind of like ease my way back into it because there could be a lot of things like there's going to be games where you're just like, what? Like, we don't know what happened over the holidays, which guys partied more, or did what and whatever. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. But you're right. Big goaltender situations. And you got to you got to double check that stuff. I've been burned a couple times. I remember with the Devils. I just assumed that Blackwood was going to start one night. They brought up some kid from the AHL. He got smoked. Like It's a very, very important thing. So go to your website, double-check the goalie, look for confirmation because these things are going to be huge, especially, hey, Brian, for these totals, right? You know they can have two backups going a lot of the time after the holidays. That's hey, Pally, let, just, I'm just doing the quick scan here. And, you know, as I look, hey, Tampa Bay, uh, I, do they get their act together? You got Montreal at Tampa, Montreal – uh, is I don't know about that team. Yeah, like they, they look good. Against, you know what, though? I will say this. They came out of the break. They made a statement before the break. They killed Florida, and Florida was playing really, really good. Uh, do you trust we'll Florida, see. though? That's the No, problem. Florida's wishing. Yeah. But here's the, the one. Here, uh, let me, let's me let just throw this one at you on Saturday night. How do you pass this one up? And the number will be very intriguing. The problem is the Sharks are a dog's breakfast. But you got here's the weird kind of set of circumstances, and these things present themselves, and we talked about several of them earlier. You've got the Kings playing the Sharks on Friday night, 
and Philly is going to be in San Jose having dinner in San Jose while the Sharks are playing in San Jose. And then on Sunday, the Sharks got to come right back and play a game, and Philly comes off the layoff, fresh as a daisy. Now, maybe back-to-back games aren't that big a deal when you're coming off a layoff, but, I mean, this is one you just be going, oh, my God. I mean, you know, Philly, Philly should pounce on them. They should. I haven't been impressed. Like, even though Vegas, uh, that game with San Jose was pretty tight, Vegas could have killed them in that game. The Sharks are reverting to back to who they are, Brian. They got a couple good players, but they're just old. They're slow. That's the thing, like, in comparison to the other teams in the league, like, it's just, I don't really trust them. As for Philadelphia, especially if Carter Hart goes, yeah, the Flyers will be a play. You can definitely put that on the betting card. All right, my friend. Um, son, I'm looking to, to go to Sunday a little bit. Um, Islanders, Minnesota, and the Islanders play Friday night. So, you know, I think probably Varlama may come right back in that they one. They might. Well, look at Bu- Buffalo and Boston are going to see a lot of each other, I see. Well, that'll, be a, that'll be all mark in both games. For sure. And honestly, and we've said this before, the Sabres, I, I hate to say it, you can't start Carter Carter Hutton unless no, like, I, he's the worst team in the league. Like, he is that. Like, I, I want to really like the guy. He's awful. It's he's so, awful. It's so like, bad. It, it's so bad they're talking about bringing this Johansson kid up from Rochester yeah. or the Hamburglar. That's oh, how yeah. bad it is. No, I like him. I got to be honest with you. I think the Hamburglar, I think Andrew Hammond's better than Carter, like Hutton. Like, I watch Hutton play. It's awful. Like, it's, and it's, and it's really sucks for the Sabres because they're a team that I think, you know, they really, when they get that good goaltending, Eichel believes in whatever. I, I watch them, Brian. You watch them too. When he lets in that cheese goal, it's like after a while, like you're done. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're sitting there going, guys, we're trying in this game. We just need some help from you. It's really demoralizing. And after a while, I hate to say it, it's professional sports. It's just not good. You can't afford the guys who won in nine games. I mean, you're in the playoff hunt. If this backup goalie was 500, you're in the playoffs. That's right. The Leafs roll out Anderson a lot, and the Sabres should be doing the exact same thing with Allmark and Hunt. When NHL snipers are Allmark. When NHL goaltenders are coming in on this guy, it's like they're at the arcade playing a game of skee ball. Do I go for the ten or do I go for the little fifty up? I'll go for the high. You know, it's you know, it's a game. He's always out of position. It's a problem. It's a big. (laughs) It's a problem. (laughs) Never a problem talking hockey with Cam. We love the hockey betting podcast. Uh, As 2019's winding down, real opportunities present themselves. And the last thing I would just throw at you, Cam, and I'm not not joking. I, you know, I've never seen nothing like it. In terms of it didn't happen at the draft. It didn't happen in free agency. It didn't happen at the beginning of the season because of the RFAs. There are teams that right now have one foot in the grave, the other on a banana peel. And I think the trades start kicking in this week. I mean, the time is now. Oh, yeah. Uh, The time is now. You're right. And I have a feeling your market, my market, both of these teams are going to be making a move, buddy. Big time. All right, buddy. So uh, any any great holiday uh, stories? You were telling me. No, I, I went to church. My mom made me go to church. Like she sent me a text. All I want for Christmas is for you to go to church. I, was like, I got tears coming down. Okay, okay, I'll go to church. We watched a play, Brian. It was like the birth of Jesus. And this lady had a Jamaican accent. She had a, a, a Mexican accent. Like I, I lean over to Lisa. I go, oh my God. Like it first started off pretty cool. The old guy cracked the zinger. I'm like, this play's going to rock. Then I'm looking like 40 minutes later, I'm having a pan attack. I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I got to get out of this building. No, it was, it was, uh, it was awful, but it was nice to see 
the folks. We had a very, very Merry Christmas. But, yeah, that's why I go to church like once every five years. So it was tough. Well, you just got to check in once in a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. I'm a part part time Christian, right, Brian? Yeah, like it's, well, my, my, it made my mom. My mom's older. It made her. It made her day that I went. So that's the most important thing. But well, it was a good Christmas. Nobody, it, no festivists, no fights, no whatever. It was pretty clean. And in in the spirit of the season, I mean, I should have got you a bumper sticker for Christmas that says "Jesus saves, Marner scores on the rebound." <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> man. I don't know what's what's in you. You ate your Wheaties, but your 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 brain is at full capacity today, buddy. Yeah, well, there's a lot of room in there. Every once again, every every now and again, the fibers kick. You know, it's like it's like a little short. You know, it's like. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Good, Great good luck, buddy. And we'll talk, right. we'll talk soon. Hope everyone makes some money. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Second half of the hockey season, Brian. Things are going to get wild. We're glad you're with us. The Hockey Betting Podcast at BetChrisCanada.net. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website betchriscanada.net The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.